0: Okay, I thought you were sitting on, I, I thought you were sitting on straight porcelain. Oh. Dude, you have an app full of fucking chicks. Dude, walk down the street, man. Yeah. Like, go get a different area. Ball. That's weird, dude. I yeah, said right, Hey, That's fucking right. Harry Potter, dude. Welcome to the fucking dude room. What's up, dudes? Welcome back to the dude room, episode number Jake is finally back with us, even though he missed us on episode three. That's okay. What's Take up, Jake? What's huh? going on, man? How you doing? Great. How Fantastic. you feeling? Feel good. You know, I feel a little cold. I feel do a little you? frosty. Oh. Yeah. We got we got an awesome guest today. Yeah, we do. You know, I was told we need to bring that fire, so we brought the fire. I was told we need that energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I brought that energy Uh and that energy is in the form of number 92 slash (laughs) 98 on the field. But you know what? Number one in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Number one for the dudes. And who is that man, Jake? The one, the only,
2: the 13 year NFL veteran. Give it to me. Frosty Rucker. Yeah, Big Frost. Man, a legend in the Raiders building.
0: (laughs) What's up, man? Actually, you were 98 with the Raiders, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
3: unfortunately. That was good. Um,
0: Number 92. That was a good time.
3: So are you done with the
0: Raiders?
2: No, I'm still there, technically, until like the middle of June. And then they're cutting me.
3: I'm out. So you got to tiptoe around this interview. You can't really get into it, huh? Shit. I'm gonna poke the fucking bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: I I don't gotta tiptoe around shit. Snake Eyes is coming out now. Oh, boy. You ever met Snake sure Eyes? Shit. Snake.
3: Nah.
0: No. I heard of him. Mm. Yeah,
2: he heard about me in Cincinnati.
3: <laughs>
2: Fuck. <laughs> Showed up to the. Yeah, game, up to you the guys up. yeah, I was hanging on to my last fucking life at that point.
3: <laughs> well, as you should. I mean, that's everyone who lives there. Imagine how they feel. <laughs> Dude, Here, that's, just partying.
2: It's like the only thing to do in Cincinnati. How'd well, you even survive in Cincinnati? Like what? How what did, do I survive? Like what? Did, what I did live you do? Right by the airport. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Damn. Oh, man. Um, no, how do I survive? It, it's really not that. It's just like Midwest, you know. Once I figured out um, where to stay away from, what bars to go to, who owned what, what you know, what I could like, yeah, get around and do, and, yeah. and it all worked out.
2: Have you ever uh, been to the Hooters in Cincinnati?
3: Yeah, yeah. I've been down there. I mean...
0: Well, they got good wings, though, got, right? Got a couple
3: people fired. Got a couple oh, people fired.
2: That's awesome. Oh, I still have that, that Hooters Girls pre-beard. number in my phone. Pre-beard. Young pre-beard, Frost. Yeah. Young yeah, Frost. Young Whippersnapper.
3: <laughs> so where'd you meet this guy? <laughs> this, guy? this guy? We grew uh, up together.
2: We, yeah, we grew up in the same town yeah so, oh, oh god so he really knows you yeah oh so, yeah so this is like patterson like you want a god. little glimpse of patterson this is it except yeah, for... i see you guys are
3: fucking drinking Michelob Ultra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> damn it's like oh. that
3: yeah you know what doing with this one
0: <laughs> i knew i had to get a year podcast
3: i was like oh yeah y'all got
0: one yeah well oh, you said you man. would bring that energy so far, we needed it. This okay, is episode four. Usually, usually these podcasts crash out about episode four, but not this one. You're bringing that fire, yeah, that we'll energy.
3: See. Oh, you know me. All mm.
0: Yeah. Well, not yet. I don't know about it yet.
3: I'll, I'll tell well, you guys. Here he goes. Here he goes. I met Frost. Frosty.
2: I met Frosty. Year thirteen in the league for him. I wanted to meet USC Frosty because uh, that I know that guy could party. No.
3: Yeah, he was he was pretty good. He was um, third person there. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. But early in the league, I was pretty on fire then too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, at USC, you know, it was like you are broke having a good time, but once you got more money, I was I was a wreck. I bet.
0: But I yeah, it lasted
3: thirteen years. I figured it out at some point. I just it was the balance when to go hard and what not to.
2: Right. I used to
3: just go for it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what the first couple of years were for. And then you kind of find that balance, right?
3: Yeah, but then you figure out, like, you start hearing people like, well, the average is three years. Like, well, shit. <laughs> you know? I can't fuck around too Hopefully much. I can rebound from that.
0: <laughs> I know. Why, why is that average, like, three years? Is it just because of, like, incoming talent? Or is it just, just wear and tear you on the body?
3: Life, you got a... A lot of issues that happen, you know, you got family stuff that, you know, gets real personal. You got, you know, a mom or dad or grandma could pass. Um, You could be dealing with baby mama drama and it drives you to that brink where you just can't take it no more and you got to take a step back. Yeah, um, Like you said, injuries, mm. you got the draft every year. Yeah. You know, Um at some point you become the old guy or they stop patting you on the back, you know? So life happens. Yeah. It's just how you adapt to it and how much you really want to be there. Right. You know, Right. I, some people get pissed off with, uh, salaries and I'm not making this no more. And you know what I mean? Like we are going to go somewhere else and make that much, but you know, people complain and it's just life, life happens.
0: Yeah. I think a lot, I think a lot of people forget about that too is that you guys are people too. I mean, you guys have, you guys have lives just like anybody else. I mean, anything can happen to you guys just as much as Jake or me, I think a lot yeah. of people. I think a lot of people tend to forget about that.
3: They do, you know. Uh, I've, I've, I've playing in that long, lengthy uh, career. I had a chance to see a lot of stuff like that happen, and uh, the response from teens, like you know, parents dying and them trying to force you to harp and grieve and get back to work, and it's like, you know, this is lifelong things that. Uh, oh, I got a beer. You guys are in for it now. <laughs> it's uh, uh, fucking Sierra Nevada. Can I say fucking on your yeah
0: whatever you can yeah, say whatever the hell Jane. you want. Uh, fucking Sierra Nevada, Pale Alto.
3: yeah, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys are drinking Michelob Ultra's, I'm drinking.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, I, I forgot what I was talking about. But yeah, that shit was real.
0: Yeah. No, nah, that's. I, I I can see how that that affects. Well, actually, I'd like to say, so then the, the team's pushing you back to get back out there. I mean that's that's pretty extreme, man. I mean, did they not see like the shit that I mean that that could affect you, affect you on the field too, right?
3: Yeah, and it's not about that. At That point, moment, you're just an employee, yeah. you know, and your job there is to play football. Right. Um, it's the same that goes with injuries. You yeah. know, if you, you you spend too much time um, in the training room with Jay. Uh, And not on the film, yeah. Well, you don't want to be in the room with Jake.
0: He started like, hey, man, not that high up on the thigh, all right? Leave it alone.
3: (laughs) Jake's Jake's not that guy, yeah. Jake's not that guy, he wasn't like that.
0: No, okay, he's not that guy. Oh, okay, he was that guy. I took care of Jake, though.
3: I mean, Jake, me and you were, were tight. That's why yeah. I got into this podcast, man. Yeah, You're my yeah. guy, man. Yeah. Fra- we were fra- going fra- through something fra- real fra- similar. We don't need to really discuss that, but we were going through something real similar. Yeah. At yeah. that moment, it was completely a brotherhood. Some people form relationships, um, some don't. Um, I was in there a lot because I had to, you know, if I didn't go in there, I wasn't gonna be able to walk. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I was in there a lot and learning Jake's basically his testimony. All right, there it goes, a cool, yeah. right? um, <laughs> Jake's testimony of what he was going through and me and him were going through something that was so similar and so deep. Yeah. You're forever my, my, my bro for that. Cause I know how tough that was because me and you both were dealing with that yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah. I appreciate and, that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. And you, you kept it, you kept it, you kept it together and that's hard because like I said, we're talking about those like things. Yeah. And that was one of the interests like, you could just fly off the handle one day. Someone say the wrong thing. They don't know what you just been through, what phone call you just got.
0: Yeah, you know, they have yeah. no idea.
3: But you just have to perform when you're at work. You're always looked upon, like you're. They're staring at you in the weight room. Yeah, walk practice, your film room. Everyone's critiquing you, and it's like, but you guys don't even know what jacked up text I just got. Yeah, you yeah. Know, call me lower than rat shit. You know, and it's like. <laughs> can't can't do anything you just got to go to work yeah yeah well
0: and i mean i know i know jake's Jake's situation was um, i mean pretty tough i we we talked about it um sure we don't need to talk about it now but but, yeah yeah. (laughs) uh, okay okay sorry i didn't mean to step in on the relationship but you know what for him it was like a it was a high and a low right i mean he he just got to i mean one of probably the highest or the highest peak you could get in your career right and, but you're also dealing with something like that. And I mean, I can only imagine the same thing, you know. I mean, you're doing the same thing. You're working. Same working, thing. Yeah. You know? We're living a dream. Yeah. Remember that. We're
3: living a dream. This is something at some point in our lives we both want to do. You right. want to get to the NFL? Yeah. So did I. Right. You got there. But you now. Know, I want to go as long as I could. And, you know, you get these adverse situations that can really pull you left or right. And, you know, Hopefully you yeah, have enough other because it was so similar yeah yeah and that i'm telling you jake that helped me get through it yeah. because if i was wasn't able to talk about it and if no one could relate to it i would crumble yeah you know so appreciate you for that
1: man yeah.
2: hey no
3: problem. sorry man. you had to go through it but i no. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you for yeah. it
2: and it's the same thing the other way around man you know um like you said, like we're living the dream, right? So sometimes you could try and tell somebody that you know, like, hey, I got all this stuff going on. They're like, dude, just forget about that. Just go to work. Just go do whatever. But when I'm out there on the field, like I can't be fucking around and like you know being my same self that I was. Right. When I have all these other things on my mind and that affected my work, it could have affected my job. I mean, Rock could have kicked me out of there if I was doing a half-ass job, right? Or Scott, you Scotty, you know, we we know how. Yeah. But Scott is on the edge. (laughs) Yeah. So he's on the edge. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Good guy. Good worker. Yeah. Just gets on edge sometimes. Mm -hmm.
3: But But, yeah, it's the same. So, you know, if Jake went in there and he was pissed off and didn't work on a guy, if I went out there and I'm dicking around and my mind's not there, I could get hurt. mm -hmm. I can get cut for freaking out, not knowing my plays, not focused. So it's a level of really your focus and your mental toughness is what could keep you going in that league?
2: It's unreal to me. Like you right. got to balance so much shit. I mean, it's it's a mm-hmm. fucked up business. And to think <laughs> and to <laughs> yeah, think I about tell people that all the time, it is a fucked up business. And to think right, about you kid. lasted
0: thirteen years doing that shit. I've I mean, seen it all,
3: dude. Yeah, i I've seen it all. I've seen injuries. I've seen revolving door guys in and out. I mean, you yeah. know and I mean it was unheard of for me, but it just it just goes to say anything can happen, you're a play away from all that shit being over. You know, just one play away and it can just all crumble down and then what do you got? You know? If you don't have a good supporting cast, good spouse, partner, um, kids, what do you have to lean on? A degree? What do you what do you have to lean on?
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: A lot of guys don't, you know. Right. And you know, so fortunate. Fortunate to have good people around.
0: me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And you, um, you have a you have a degree from USC as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Sociology. So, so- um, basically, just knowing people, knowing yeah, different social classes and all that. And it's just kind of how I rock. And you know, it's inadvertently that's just me. You know, being right. as unique as I think I am. Right. Um, I just I can fit I can blend with anything just because obviously I studied it. It's just my personality too is to to know and to be there to counsel and to be mm-hmm. there to be support a brother, you know, and I think that's why they named me captain, you know, because I was a guy that anyone could talk to and, you know, wasn't no snitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for Sorry, real. Man, I just wanted to say nah. that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I never, never said another podcast, it. It wasn't no <laughs> snitch. <laughs> <laughs> was am like that. You know, it's just a trustworthy person that's going to show up every day and, you know, can get intimate with you and talk to you and, you know, and make sure you're focused and That's just who I am. And I studied
0: it. So yeah, I'm glad I did. And like, other than yourself, I mean, is there anybody um, that stood out to you out on the field that you play with for, you know, I mean, you, you were in the league for 13 years. Is there anybody stood out to you that as far as like uh, being a leader in that sense, like any other player that you could describe? Yeah, there's a
3: lot. Yeah. So uh, let's, let me be clear. So a lot of people, they get the C in their chest. It's normally quarterbacks, right? And, you know, obviously Jake's with the Raiders, and they do have a good leader in um, D.C. He's a phenomenal guy, high-character guy, someone you really want on your team. Um, a lot of guys, they'll get the Cs just because it's political. You know, some guys aren't vocal. Some guys just, they are leaders by just how they go about their business, how professional they are. So I had a lot of good veterans and I got a lot of good different things from each of them. When I first got in the league, um, I got drafted and I, I sat behind Justin Smith, cowboy from the 49ers, but he was in the Bengals for a while. And I watched his approach and how he went about it. And it wasn't so much of being a student of the game and, you know, all the hours putting in, he was naturally just a gifted um, dude, strong and, you know, he, he was just a force, but it was his attitude towards football, though. It was every day he day, wore a smile and he didn't, you know, he just, he, he wore his hat, his hard hat just by showing up, being himself. And that's something that I've always prided myself with. I went to USC if Pete Carroll's my coach and you see how Seattle's always rocking and the guys are just themselves. And so when I got to the Bengals, I was a little bit nervous because I, you know, your new environment, you know, you don't know how the coaches are, you hear about some coaches are so stiff and so mean or so, you know, militant in their ways, and um, Justin kept me at ease. So he was a, a great guy. I had another guy on my D-line, his name was uh, John Thornton. John played 12 years in the NFL, he's now an agent, he, he's uh, he's an agent for Rock Nation under uh, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. um, but another phenomenal guy, and he's the one who introduced me to community work. So he had me out in the community doing stuff for Salvation Army. I did clothes drives and all these different unique things and exposed me to my life of charity. Um, my father's a great man. When I was growing up, uh, he had me going to convalescent homes and I spoke a lot with older people as I was six, seven, eight years old. Right. So he had me in these environments being able to hold conversations. Right. And. It worked so good for me. Thank you uh, for having a father um, that John helped me when I got to the Bengals by, again, bringing me in and teaching me how to go out into the community and do the same type of work and you know and talk to people and be open. And it, it was very, very, very good for me. So I, I, those two guys stood out. Like I said, each one of the guys that I could name, I could name a thousand of them. Um, legit, I played so long um, that had something that added to me, you know, I right. added a piece of my game because of them. Right. And, uh, it was forever fortunate for those things, those yeah. relationships really.
0: Is that, um, I was reading up on you a little bit. Uh, is that where that frosty challenge comes from? Do you still do that? Yeah.
3: That's my nonprofit. So my nonprofit is for a number of different things, but yeah. Um, frosty challenge, I, I, like I said, I work with um, Salvation Army. I did a clothes drive through that. Um, I do. A, I did book drive. Anything that, you know, is a challenge out there is something that someone brought it up. Um, that's just what we did. And it worked out. We did a couple of different events and, you know, benefiting people, you know, and that's the fulfillment. It's not always money that comes back to you. It's a, a smile on the face. It's a, yeah. someone that, has something more than they had before they met you, you know. Oh, and, yeah, um, that's how you leave your mark.
0: So, does it, you still obviously do that then?
3: Yeah, I do all sorts of shit, bro.
0: Okay. I, at first, I thought it was. Hey. I, first, I thought it was just a basketball basketball tournament, and then yeah. I started looking into it a little further. But yeah, the clothes drive. Yeah, I do yeah,
3: yeah. all sorts of shit sure. because sure, it's a 5013 c, so that way you can get donations. Yeah, right. You know, and then you can spread the joy and the love that way.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome.
3: Oh. And you're from uh, Tustin. Tustin, California, It's Tustin, Orange California. County. Yeah. Right next to. um. Irvine, Santa Ana, Newport beach, Costa Mesa, right next to the John Wayne airport. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I don't know. You guys are from. where? Bum- from, Patrick's. uh,
0: bumfuck Egypt.
2: Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, it's central, like Fresno, central California and like an hour and a half North of Fresno.
3: Jeez. Anyways, yeah. Um,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. So I'm Southern
3: Cal. I'm right. Obviously Orange County is right between San Diego and LA. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's where I was born and raised, grew up there. um, what kind I, of I do it. Huh? Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. What kind of sure. uh, community is that? Like, is it kind of middle, middle-class kind of, uh, uh, well, city? there's two, it's, it's,
3: it's, uh, <laughs> there's up the hill in Tustin that has a lot of money. And then there's down there by me okay, where we didn't have two nickels, but you know, everyone contributed on dinner and, you know, you can go right. to each one's house and Eat something I grew up with friends that are you know Mexican, Puerto Rican, Vietnamese, Filipino, it's a big melting pot of people. Um, Tustin had a, a base, and that's where I was um, from. Tustin, my father was in the military.
0: Oh, really? And what branch? Down.
3: Yeah, he was a Marine. Oh, wow, yeah, oh. so um, that's why I was born and raised in Tustin, and the base closed probably early late 90s early 2000s but there's a lot of military families
2: that's awesome i didn't know that much about. you You didn't know that much i didn't know that much i mean i knew you were from tustin but that's about it you kind of told me your high school story how you got kicked out of the good school for fucking around (laughs) oh
0: what yeah is that is that a story that we can that we can approach (laughs) (laughs)
3: It was a fucking jig. Look, I, been <laughs> he's giving you all the fucking back, all uh, fucking afternoon, and now he throws you know, the bus.
2: I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, Frosty's told me a, a bunch, a bunch of stories, and he's lived life. I will say that much out of this whole thing, mm-hmm. right? So that's really all you have to say. I mean, he's he's done his due diligence. He's enjoyed his what? 30, yeah, you're thirty five, thirty six. That was close.
3: I know I look good, yeah. but um. <laughs> Yeah. No, I've lived it. I lived a a great one. I don't uh, regret anything. I wish certain things would be different. I wish um, I could feel certain feels a couple more, you know, for what I've done and um, what I've overcame. I kept faith. Um, I always prayed and I gave thanks and uh, knew I was blessed and I knew um, I was in people's prayers. People supported me. Um, I knew I was never alone, even though I may have been on the other side of the U.S. playing a game or traveling or doing something I shouldn't have been doing. I knew I was in people's prayers. Yeah. And uh, I'm forever grateful for that. I, I know a lot of people care about me. I know a lot of people <laughs> that don't like me, but that's okay, too. Because um, for the most part, I try in my life to do more good than bad. And um, you get blessed off those things. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: And and you have a, a a son as well, right?
3: Yeah, I got little Lincoln Frost. Little Link, little Link. That's my G. Yeah, and he, and he's just a growing, um, growing up. Uh, he's he's the happiest kid. Um, he doesn't know. It, it seems like he doesn't know no bad, you know. Um, oh, he will. I, I get to teach <laughs> teach. Huh? I said, Is oh, that?
2: he he will.
3: <laughs> I know. It's Trust me. me. Yeah. Uh, like but I, it's been, he's been very receptive of the co- conversation and being a dad has allowed me to use, you know, the skills I've, I've gotten, walker room and stuff like that, and knowing how to talk to people. um And I really communicate with my son and I tell him why I'm telling him no instead of just no. You yeah. Know, I have patience that, you know, I think that's one of my. uh qualities that I hold, um, I have a high tolerance for patience for certain things and he's one of them. And, you know, having him so late in my career, or whatnot, gave me a chance to mature, you know, because I had him earlier, probably, you know, I would probably be absentee and, you know, just because I was trying to fulfill my own highs, you know, and, right. you know, when I had him, he became the high. Yeah. So, that felt good. He gave me a lot of purpose and I had to start understanding, you know, what the value of my dollar and stuff like that, because before I had him, it was just, you know, I didn't have a kid. I was just, you know, blowing money just because like what else am I going to do with it? Right. You know, but now it's like, as far as teachers, you know, he's going to have need a car one day or he's going to, you know, and I hopefully, you know, I'm doing everything I can, I hope the market comes back anyways, but um, <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to, um, be able to do that for him yeah you know yeah, yeah. and he gave me a lot of purpose for that and yeah I'm forever thankful i'm glad i'm his, his daddy
0: yeah i mean kids i mean are an absolute blessing i mean it changed it changed my life drastically um just going uh, i guess a a little bit into uh my whole kid story i i originally um yeah. my wife and i uh we had uh she was pregnant and we found out that it was twins. Um a long story short, uh, we ended up losing both of them. They were premature. Two Sorry I, to hear I, that, I, I oh it's it, it thank you. Um and they were two identical twin boys. And at that time I was so excited, so excited. And I mean, that's I as a guy that you almost you almost dream of you want your boy, right? As a guy or as a dude you want your boy. And, then I mean, that's what everybody prays for. And we ended up losing them. And, and I went to a, a deep dark kind of place yeah. that I, that I hid away even from my wife. And, um, we ended up, my wife got pregnant again. And, um, that was a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother story, which <laughs> she, she had a couple complicated or a complicated pregnancy. And, uh, we ended up having a daughter. And I had mixed feelings. I was like all over the place. I had no idea. We were just trying. I was still trying to get myself into that place to where understand that I'm having a kid again, and that right. I need to. I need to suck it up. I need to. I need to, to man up, and I need to. Uh, I need to be there for my wife and for my daughter. I had a daughter, and um, that could have. That was literally the best thing that's probably ever happened to me in my life. Other, you know, Absolutely. other than other than being married and stuff like that. But um, kids are. Uh, Just a whole nother type of blessing.
2: Absolutely. There's nothing like being a father. And I tell everybody that, you know, when they're getting ready to have kids. A few of the young guys on our teams had kids this past year. And you could tell, like, they were a little nervous, right? Because they were getting ready to leave Mm -hmm. and go see the birth. But I told them, I was like, dude, at the end of the day, you get a healthy baby, there's nothing like it. When you hold that baby for the first time, you're going to be like, dang. And it's going to open up your eyes to so much. (laughs) Even, like, my dad. When when Mason was being born, they uh, wound up doing a C-section. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I always remember this. I put on the scrubs. You know, I put on my little hat. He goes, you ready? I said, yeah. He goes, no, you're not. <laughs> he goes, look at you. You're not ready. I was like, well, ready or not, here it comes. And he goes, that's right. the way to go into it, man. And I tell people all yeah. the time, being a parent really – It's really not that hard. Like, natural instincts kick in, and it's like, I was scared I wasn't going to be able to know even how to change a diaper. I was like, oh, shit, how am I going to do this? Because, you know, baby mama's laying there, like, all cut up. She can't move. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, here we go. But, I mean, it all turned out fine. And... Yeah. You know, it's it's awesome, and I I can't describe the feeling to anybody else until they actually have a child. Then yeah. they're like, okay, yeah, now can. I see what you were saying.
3: Yeah, it's the purest moment, though. You know, because no matter if you've had a good childhood, bad childhood, you know, you have a responsibility, and forever, whoever man's up or woman's up at that that rate, yeah, um, to be a parent um, and be there to support that kid. It's it, there's no higher high because you're literally giving anything that you lacked. You want to make sure you get better yourself to give to them. Um, it's the most selfless thing. And, yeah. um, again, cheers, uh, cheers to you guys for yeah. being the parents that you are. And cheers, cheers to, you. to you, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh boy. If I make ultras. Yeah, that's right, baby. Yeah. Got to keep
0: this girlish figure.
3: Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, no, I so got so to... what's going on? Where are you guys at right now? Where, where are you guys
0: at?
2: You where, really want to know where we're at? We're
0: literally in my backyard in my shed in that I shed. built just for this. Where? Livermore, Livermore, California. Livermore,
2: yeah. Livermore. Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wine country.
3: <laughs> you could probably rent that thing out. Probably I, could. Yeah. What are you joking about? Like Airbnb. <laughs> hey, well, after, hey, uh, hey, if I don't find, a, I don't find yeah. a job,
2: you're looking at my new house right here. Oh, <laughs> hey, man, ain't mad, isn't you? you know Shit, Good look at that bro <laughs> <laughs> got a mini fridge got me a nice little counter nice little desk uh, got a pisser couch is a yard? futon
0: yeah there's there's um, the bushes the bushes right, 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 right on yeah, yeah. Hey, you'll never hey. know if it's me or the dog exactly it's okay
3: yeah. you better get out there and fucking <laughs> raise your leg and let them know <laughs>
2: Who's that? is that Jake out there no I think that's the dog Jake's shitting yeah. on
3: the grass again <laughs> Oh, no, boy. but that's good, man. Wait. Glad you guys still have this relationship that you guys can venture off and do something like this because it's huge to keep this that bond and that friendship.
2: This was the most random thing ever. We were actually out in Tahoe for his wife's 30th birthday. Drunker than huh. hell. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I we've been it. drinking since like 8 a.m., right? And this is about 4 or 5 o'clock.
0: It was around playoffs yeah, last year. Yeah, it was during the playoffs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next thing you know, Sam's like, hey, oh, come in, come in the other room. I go, what? Goes check this out, and he had this podcast equipment. And there was about four or five of us that just jumped on this thing, and we like uh, it was absolutely shit. It was horrible. We all kept repeating ourselves. I mean, went off on wild tangents. It was. Nice. I mean, it, it sounded good at the time, and then we went back and listened yeah.
0: to it, and we're like, yeah, no, that <laughs> no, it's not gonna work. But we put it up anyways because we yeah. want to see where we started and where we end up. Yeah. So so far, episode four is.
3: Fire, Liddy. Yeah, but Big Frost, man, I can't yeah, believe I'm talking to you. This is Frost. awesome. I know.
2: I fucking I haven't talked to you, and well, besides a message here or there, but fuck, probably since you left Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: there's a lot of figuring out. You went back to work, and I went straight into daddy mode and figuring it out. I know.
2: You know. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. Straight forward. You know, I went straight it Yeah, and I'm still here.
0: Where no, you? <laughs> where are you at right now?
3: Uh, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, I live basically Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. So Cincinnati. I'm I'm back here. This is where he is. Okay. So I'm back here. Yeah, I'm back here. Um, daddy duties.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I definitely get it. So how how long have you been back in Kentucky then?
3: Uh, for two years now. Um, well, I, I lived there while I was playing, and then when I retired, or I didn't even retire yet, I just stopped uh, playing. I was gonna say, um, I don't think I just went back because right. that's where he was. Yeah, yeah you no,
2: know, you might get a call this year. No, I don't
3: know. <laughs> 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 call me. So, hey, check it out. So, I got to coach the NFOPA collegiate ball game. Yeah, I saw and that. I was a D line coach for, yeah, so. Dude, what a blast. The first thing I said the first thing I said in my meetings I was like, um, do not call me when you guys leave here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just here to coach you guys. I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm not gonna tell you you're doing anything wrong, and I want you guys to be successful, but don't call me. Yeah. You so can't be up on IG though. <laughs> I don't like talking on the phone too much. Yeah. No.
0: I, I so possible like coaching it. job then,
3: maybe in the future? No, I think it was just – it was a good opportunity for a week. Yeah. You know, and, and I had my own room, so I did my own drills at practice. And uh, I think we had five sacks in the game, so that was huge. Yeah. Uh, five sacks. My D-line played great. Hopefully a couple of them get drafted. Hopefully all of them. That would be nice. Um, but hopefully a couple do. I had some pretty good guys, and it was a good experience. I don't think I could do it as for – the time, but you never know, right? Yeah, can't it's say it's a lot. It's a lot, man. Like we did the. Uh... You never know. Uh, I'm more of a front office type of guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could tell. You're a people person. Make a hell of a GM.
3: Yeah, I just you know I want to make shit happen. I don't really want to be there <laughs> yelling,
1: making moves. I could just, just make moves. Yeah, I
2: could just picture Frosty giving a sales pitch of a reason why this player should join his team right now. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, be, I can get. <laughs> You had yeah, a hell frosty, of a frosty, we get him, you had a hell of a time, right? He oh, showed you a good fun. time, yeah, so No. oh yeah, yeah, I never want to go back to Cincinnati, though. I don't think I'm ever going to step foot in that in that
0: city. you never ever. know. he got hammered
3: though, I set those guys up good, yeah,
0: that's what he was telling me. We talked about yeah. that in a little bit I woke up in the morning, and I said, what?"
2: happened I, i'm pretty sure you yeah, called me I, actually i probably did <laughs> yeah and i was like dude i have no idea where i am right now i just need to get to work
0: you're like dude my head's pounding but i have to go to work
2: i almost puked about God, five damn. times that day i still what? i still remember doc punching me in the stomach oh i almost i uh, reflex i almost threw a punch back <laughs> I went,
3: Ooh, like, he go. just felt like shit you like bro <laughs> I,
2: go, I gotta go not bro. now don't test me uh, yeah went late on Sweaty's table for about 10 minutes Rigoletti. those guys those are the guys you gotta get on your podcast I, actually yes who's we that do. Shwitty, yes Sweaty and Albert There are two soft tissue guys and they are two big fucking children like yeah. that's all they are they're yeah. two big yeah they're, they're great it's like Step Brothers. yes oh man albert, what are we they're Brothers. <laughs> albert is single and then schweddy's married so albert's a little more crazy than schweddy like schweddy's kind of toned it back a little bit but yeah they, every yeah
3: out. they're local it's just the comments it's the, it's the, the conversation yeah you're not gonna yeah. find a better conversation if we had and a on, sober conversation at that
2: if we had them on at the same time it would all just be them arguing with each other over the dumbest fucking topic that you could think it would be great though that's yeah, great that. great content yeah, yeah that's 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 i'm what telling we you need. I, look bro i'm telling you right now sweaty and albert need to be on your show all right done they might be on the next one kidding me i'm shooting a text that would right be after. great dude. yeah i know yeah and we can they're local right Got one in San Francisco. The other one, I think he's in Elk Grove.
0: Perfect. We'll say. we'll pay for Ubers. They're coming. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. We'll, pay we'll put Ubers. it on. We took Corona uh, leaves though. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. We've already talked. Well, actually, we yeah. talked about Corona. We don't. He's probably
3: partying in Chinatown somewhere. <laughs> still. Still,
2: he said, "Fuck the Corona. I'm gonna take my." Yeah. Chances. You never know. You never know. So, Good
3: uh, lord. Oh, just wait, but that's gonna be a great show if you can get those two animals. Great. Oh, I know. Training camp, a night off training camp. You gotta go to training camp.
0: Yeah, I don't know could, if I can. That's could how you do it. Oh, I could stuff. get up to Napa. Yeah, we can get up to. Napa. Oh, actually, is it gonna be a Napa anymore it's, though? Well, there's three. How does yeah, that happen? This year will be. It's supposed to be,
2: but you there's. Never know, right? Yeah, you never know, just because of the whole Corona thing. So say, well, but
0: there's not. I mean, there's
2: not many cases up there. Yeah, but if if California's still really bad and nevada is not as bad then there's a possibility that we can move yeah that, but. what's what's kentucky say that again
3: that you guys are kind of freezing up. Uh
0: sorry oh, uh what, what's kentucky like with as far as like the coronavirus goes
3: well i'm staying safe uh just like the majority of the people here you know you're doing your social distances um you can go outside and go to parks and walk around and um do things like that but for the most part part i'm just staying inside and yeah you know wiping stuff down and making sure i'm not out and about there's not a lot of people out and about all the restaurants pretty much shut down besides the takeout stuff and delivery mm-hmm. um there's no bars open or nothing like that so probably the same stuff and i'm not sure how yeah. many deaths or anything like that and how extreme it's been yeah but everyone's cautious so yeah that's good so
2: yeah. the real question is are you stocked up on alcohol to
3: make you last
0: Actually, oh, no, yeah, right. the real question is you got plenty of toilet paper. People are fucking hoarding that stuff. Oh Yeah. So
3: the crazy part <laughs> about this is that I went to like Costco before it even broke out and, um, bought a whole bunch of stuff just to buy Cause I am very, I'm I don't want to see yeah. These yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought a whole bunch and then all this broke out. I was like, I'm stocked, <laughs> baby. Yeah, like, dude, that's
0: like, that's man. like currency right now. I'm telling you, crazy.
2: unreal. I mean, you can't make this shit up. Like, you will never see anything like this again in our lifetime. No, it's crazy. I mean,
0: Costco's, this shit's wrapped around the the, the whole store.
2: I waited in line for an hour to get into a fucking Trader Joe's. Was there any food left?
0: Oh, there was food. There was food, but, like, they were...
2: They had yeah. like yellow tape everywhere, like okay, this marks about six feet.
0: Well, they only let they only let like uh, I think it's like twenty people in at a time. Shit, bro!
2: I, fu- I pulled up and I was
0: like, oh, there won't be that many people here. Yeah.
2: Well, people <laughs> there's a line wrapped around.
0: People started yelling at me because I walked past the line and went into well, because I do commercial refrigeration, so I oh, went man. into the cell, I walked into the store I cut the line and walked in the store. Somebody's like, hey, you can't go into the store. I've been waiting in line for two hours, and I'm like, oh. I was like, I'm working on the refrigeration, man, and that was that. But, geez, I mean, stuff's getting vicious
3: out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah and I think about this corona thing. I hate to cut you off, but No, it's no, like, no, you're fine. You, you can, they say the only places you can go is, like, the grocery store. Yeah. It's like, you can get it there. <laughs> like, you don't know who stalked it. You don't yep. know yeah. what it got off the truck, who sneezed. You have no idea. Yeah. Lot, so you I can mean, only try your best not to get it that's yeah. this rate. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like uh, you, the produce, I mean, you don't know if the people that are, they're handling your produce before it even reaches the store. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's it's yes. crazy right now. I mean, you start to think about it and it, it just like, it's a domino effect. You're like, well, shit, did I wash my hands after that? Like, well, I just brought those packages in from the grocery store and right. the person stocking it might've had it and I didn't even wipe off the plastic around the, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's just right stay now.
3: safe, guys. Just think about, you know, all your elders, your kids. Just think about them and just remind other people. When you see them on IG or Facebook tripping, you know, don't be afraid to say something. Be a leader, you know, because people are dying from this stuff, especially up there in the Bay where you guys are at. It's, yeah. it's just hectic, you know, and, yep. you know, you, you can't speak safety, you know, too much here. You got to just be over the top with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, San Francisco. They said they're going to start cracking down on people um, congregating, and there's there's hundreds of people out on the beach still. Well, you
2: heard about what happened in Florida, right?
0: Oh yeah, spring break. Yeah, no, not even spring break. They had
2: a pastor church. There. Yeah, the church. He had like 500 people at each uh, each church meeting. At a congregation of five hundred people, dude. Jeez, man.
3: He wound up getting arrested. They locked them up, though. Yeah, they locked locked them up up for it,
0: though. People just don't understand, man.
3: It's they don't get it, and it's sad that you don't get it. It's like
0: one. It's like smart. What's it going to take? Is it going to take martial law? Do Do we really have to get to that point? I hope not.
3: Don't need to be there. I don't know. No one wants that, but I mean, no one takes it serious, and that's the, the part of this freedom, right? You know, no one knows how to sit the fuck down. Yeah. Like, sit
0: down. Yeah. No, I
1: didn't.
3: Like, it's
0: okay. So now <laughs> And like the episode before, or the one that I'm going to put out before this one, um, we would talk to a, a firefighter, first responder, and um, just a little bit about um, their experience with the coronavirus. And he was like, man, we're doing stuff that we've never done before. He was like, it's crazy. We're treating every single call as a COVID-19 call. And he's like, it takes that much right. more time to get dressed in our bunny suits and masks and everything else and to get into the house, to even take care of a patient or anybody else. He was like, it's, it's crazy times right now.
3: It's unfortunate, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's giving the earth a cleanse right now. You know, I think it's good for everyone that not in an insensitive way, but everyone talks about global warming and things like that. Look at the, the skies look at the oceans, the pollution's down. Um, it's just a, i think it's an earth cleansing and yeah. we need to take advantage of it, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, they're, they're saying like all that smog above LA is like clearing up now and it's like all these, all these other places oh, yeah. that had all this pollution. It's like, it's clearing and it's,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, it's, mean, it's, it's a, like time. you said, it's a cleanse. I mean, that you can't put it any better than that, you know?
3: It's a cleanse. I just think it's a cleanse and, and everyone needs to really pay attention to it. Now, you know, with necessities you really need, you know, mm-hmm. what really matters is your family. And now I, I'm sure people won't be so quick to just be out and about anymore once they do this reset. I think it, it's, a, it's a good reset for everyone.
0: Yeah. My question is, how come you haven't started a podcast yourself? I do. I got one. Uh, I do. Oh, you do? for
3: USC. USC football. Yeah, I don't do a personal one yet. This is giving me a great idea, though, because seeing YouTube... (laughs) Damn, you're tearing us up, man. You're going to fucking...
0: You're (laughs) going to climb the charts, dude. This is fucked up. Why did we bring him on? I know, right? I know. I'm the worst. Damn, you're killing me, shit. I'm the worst, best shit ever.
2: (laughs) No, this is great. I know Frosty has got some other obligations, right?
3: Yeah, I actually got a podcast right after this.
2: Yeah, so...
1: Uh, Scoot on, man.
2: Jumping yeah, from you one podcast to. to the other. But uh want to tell you again, man, we appreciate your time for sure. It's always great no. to talk to an old friend, and I appreciate all the props you gave me. And uh, I give the props right back to you because without – I think without us being with each other during that time, I don't think we both would have got through it. So, oh, uh, you know, it's a blessing it. that uh, that we cross paths. And again, man, always stay in 10. touch, man. You, you got my number, so –
3: yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you. Nice to meet you. Your testimony was great. You're a good dude. I'm glad you guys are friends. And anytime you guys need to jump on, uh, when you guys make it to ESPN and stuff, don't act like you don't know me. <laughs>
0: hey, but, uh, keep it going though. You know the dude room is for frosty. We are. Frosty. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. appreciate oh, you. Thanks for coming welcome, on, bro. man. We we really appreciate it. Thanks for giving us your time.
3: Oh, you got it. Next time we're gonna drink a bottle, and we're gonna like. Ooh. Hey, are, dude, are you
0: a, you're a wine guy? Jake told me i everything ah, everything okay we're gonna have to send you some shit official dude room shit yeah we'll, we'll we, send we got you a you. nice
3: little uh little thank you gift all love guys be safe okay all right Rossi. It thanks Frost. man
2: later big boy. all right holler at you
3: guys later peace oh
0: so, uh, that frosty rucker
2: man <laughs> I mean that was pretty great it worked out really good. He uh Is your headphones bugging you?
0: So i you bugging kinda, right now. I, I Can you not, hear can you
2: not no, hear anything? I can't hear anything right now. Dude. Yeah.
0: So I mean I could barely hear Frosty, which is kinda nice. Give it the one ear. Give it the one ear thing. Then you can hear yourself talking and then oh, okay.
2: was I talking a little
0: loud? Is that No, no, you were
2: good. One. You're good. <laughs> Man, that guy
0: He fucked me up, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I could tell at the beginning you were a little nervous, but...
0: Oh, dude, I, I was talking like a million miles an hour, but fuck, that guy's a fucking dude, man. He's awesome, man. He yeah. really is. You can tell, I mean, you know, I didn't
2: I didn't think that I had such an influence on him, but, you know, like him saying that, because he had a huge influence on me. I Right. I mean, the shit that I was going through, it was a really bad time, and I mean, even recently, you know, I, I had some shit that I was going through, but, you know, I have good friends like Frosty... Some people that I met at grad school. Actually, one guy. Now thinking about it, I mean, I got guests coming left and right of people that I know that we could throw on. This that's show. perfect,
0: and that's and that's uh, what we need. Yeah, man, it's for the dudes, not for, for the boys. The Who's Will Compton? Nah, Taylor Lawan. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're
2: they're only endorsed by Barstool, but whatever. I mean, that's it cool. is what it is.
0: <laughs> you know, we try, we try. Um, no, man, I it's it's crazy because like like. Frosty and I were talking about earlier is a lot of people, a lot of people look at these NFL players as just NFL players. They don't look, they don't look at them as people. No. And they tend to forget that these guys have lives too. Um, I mean, God forbid they get hurt and then people start talking shit or they're saying it's part of it though. And that's the thing is people, but people don't understand it No, you know, I mean, they don't understand that they got. They have other issues in life that just. It's not just football. Um. I don't know, man. He was. It was awesome, man. Awesome fucking yeah, guest. The yeah, dude's great, dude. The dude is fire. Talk I'm, about I'm energy. He, he brought I'm, it. I'm glad he agreed to
2: jump on for sure, man. I'm yeah, man. That
0: guy. And we're definitely gonna have to have him on again. I oh, mean, yeah.
2: Well, maybe not with a bottle. That might be a <laughs> stew <do a> bottle. <laughs> we could. A nice
0: frosty bottle of nice whiskey or frosty something. frosty bottle. Oh, man. Who else do you got? Who, uh, who else do you got? Uh, in
2: mind? Man, well, I mean, we got to get Albert and Chouette on there. Yeah. I don't know if we could get both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah I got two more microphones. Oh, we got two more ports. <laughs> there we go. We're good to go. Uh, Yeah, no, if we could get them, that'd be awesome. I uh, actually got a good buddy who uh, I went to grad school with. I mean, he... Dude can drink, bro. Yeah, that might be dangerous though. He he's fun though. He's he's awesome. He showed me the best time in Hawaii, you know. And he's actually one of the people that I was talking about who's you know helped me recently. And yeah, God, that that dude's a fucking animal, bro. Really, he's he's awesome. He was a he was a college basketball player, fresh out of college basketball, and wound up being a GA coach. And that's how I met him because I worked with him, right. And during that time, I mean, we fucking party, bro. Oh, I mean, you want to you want to talk about my uh my strip club experiences? That's where it started. That's dude. it. That was the guy that started it, man. Oh man, closing down a strip club in San Francisco on a Tuesday night at two a.m. See, that's dude room shit, right and there. And you got to be at work at five.
0: Ugh. yeah, dude. I actually I used to do that shit with uh, <laughs> Dante all the time. Yeah, um, but that's for another time. Yeah, we talked about uh. You know what I talked about the other day? I talked about our Starbucks experience the other day. Solid experience.
2: To That's who? Good. Uh, you know, a good friend of mine. Good friend of mine. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna. Can't say name names. drop. I can't can't, name, can't drop. name drop. It's but, a big uh, name. No, no, it wasn't a big name. Just somebody who knew fresh in my life. You know, we kind of talked about. it. Gotcha. Like, yeah. Okay. That's why I can't sure, name yeah, drop. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. But uh. But yeah, man. God. Those were some good times. Remember hitting on all those freaking 50-year-old women on the drive-thru and just raking in tips. Um, I just remember them hitting on me and oh. still raking in oh, tips. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was just the guy laughing in the background. Like, yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> Dude. Starbucks was a, uh, that was a... That was an that was experience. experience. That was great. It was great.
2: And our first trip to Tahoe was right
0: after. That was pretty solid, too. Yeah. That was... That was supposed to be a trip to L.A., that never, yeah. that but never, you know,
2: what is a blessing in disguise. It
0: definitely was for you, <laughs> for you. Not so much for yeah. me,
2: but anyways, well, snake you
0: know eyes. What? Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Appreciate man. it. I yeah. mean, you're almost damn near a fucking co-host at this point. I mean, Hey, actually, um, or I'm fuck this hire. time you were the host. <laughs> I got fucking tore up by Frosty no, and Jake. No, you were. Fine. Jeez. You what were was fine. that about? You were great. No, Frosty's a Great. fucking awesome dude. You're hitting
2: with some good questions, man.
0: You're an awesome dude. You guys are awesome dudes for listening to The Dude Room. Come on in next week. We'll have a hot one for you. Thanks, dudes. We out.